day 14, allow the pain. Today refers to the emotional detoxification process that accompanies serious weight loss. At a certain point in your journey, feelings that have been denied, repressed or impacted within you begin rising up in order to be released. In the last lesson, we discussed how feelings are not good or bad, they simply are. But that doesn't mean they're not painful. It's one thing to know that suffering is an inevitable part of the human journey, but it's another thing altogether to learn how to cope with it. With any spiritual journey, the journey to conscious weight loss really is a spiritual one. Things often seem to get worse before they get better. Love's light has been shined in many places, places not visible to your conscious mind. With healing toxic feelings that were there already, but clearly hidden, it's all right if this part of your journey is not pleasant. Part of your repatterning is learning to be with unpleasantness in a healthy way. The mature and sober person knows that on some days things simply feel rotten and that is okay. You are learning to move through distress by simply being with it, without the need to overeat or to act out in any other way. How could it not be unpleasant? Having to refill feelings that you've been eating for years now having to confront them, deal with them, and ultimately accept them, feels like a fever within your soul. But a spiritual fever, just like a physical fever, actually has a productive function. It burns up dis-ease. Think of your pain as a fever. It is burning up of fear. As you heal physically, extreme fever can lead to delirium. And as you heal spiritually, your fever can lead to a delirium as well as an acquired delirium of the soul. But this too shall pass. This lesson concerns itself with human despair and with the consistency of the body cells. Man has looked beneath the surface of the skin for centuries, probing the internal workings of the human body. During the last century, Science has developed the ability to view even the teeniest cells that make up your physical tissue, yet science has not discovered an explanation for how emotional change produces physical change, and it is particularly blind to the malleability of fat. In fact, there are many levels of understanding, even of our physical selves, that science has not yet penetrated. An electron microscope reveals the entire picture of our cellular system, but within the cells themselves, there are storehouses of information not yet understood. For instance, there are tears, and then there are tears. Some varieties are toxic to the body, while others are healing. The distinction between the two is not just an emotional difference, but a physical one as well. Even materially, there are aspects to tears, including functions that affect the working of the brain that have not yet been scientifically identified. Sometimes it is only through crying, tears that need to be shed, that we dissolve the unhappiness that caused them. That's why suppressing unhappiness doesn't tend to end it. How many times have we said that someone needs a good cry? Toxicity is often released through the tear duct as part of the body's natural genius of flushing itself out. 
casual use of antidepressants is unwise for just this reason. Feeling the full extent of your sadness is sometimes the only way to heal it. In the absence of the feeling, you miss out on the healing. The body does not make distinctions among physical, emotional, psychological and spiritual stress. It is equipped with a natural in intelligence to address them all. You are mistaken if you think that you can fundamentally and permanently change bodily symptoms by physical means alone. Problems must leave through the same door they came in. If mistaken thoughts have created a problem, then writing those, those thoughts is essential to healing it. And if toxic feelings created a problem, they can only lead through a toxic process by which they come up again in order to be released. Excess fat is not just inert cellular tissue. It is a repository of twisted, distorted thoughts and feelings that didn't have anywhere else to go. If you remove the fat tissue, but do not remove its psychic cause, then the fat might go, but the causal imprint remains and the imprint in time will attract more substance with which to materially express itself. And you see this through people who have tummy tucks and liposuction. They usually land up just as big or bigger if they do not deal with the root cause of the problem. It's not just enough to lose your weight. You must lose the emotional weight that lurks behind it. This you have already begun to do. Remember that your food compulsion is a way to cope with painful feelings. As you begin to heal from those feelings, removing their imprint from your consciousness, they are necessarily refelt on their way out. Problems that seem to have nothing to do with your weight issues might rise up and in particularly challenging forms. You might doubt yourself in ways that you've not done before or have not done for a very long time. But this part of your process is not a bad period. It is actually a good one because it is necessary. There is no spiritual rehabilitation without this kind of detoxification. When any pain, difficulty, frustration or challenge emerges, try to see it, honor it, bear witness to it and receive it as part of your healing. The situation carries within it important information for you. It is not just randomly happening at this time. It presents the opportunity to critically examine important issues in your life. Looking at your pain, feeling the feelings, learning whatever lessons are being brought up for review. These are ultimately the only ways to get the pain to burn away. The universe will never leave you alone at such a time as this. Angels are all around you as they gather without fail whenever a soul is seeking its wholeness. This is absolutely not the time to isolate. Rather, despite whatever resistance you feel, allow yourself to join with at least one other person who might possibly be able to help you. You will learn the serious value of sacred friendship. Books might fall off the shelf in front of you. Even strangers might have something profoundly wise and relevant to say. Connecting more deeply with others, you will connect more deeply to your own feelings and even sadness will be more bearable. Some days are sad, yet sad days pass. 
spiritual mastery involves building the mental, emotional and behavioral patterns to carry you through such times without an explosion of dysfunctional behavior. Sometimes you just need to make space for sadness. You do not need an excuse for why you feel sad. You do not need to fix it. And most importantly, you do not need to run from it. What you need is to let it come up and simply be with it. Your task with this lesson is to make space in your life just as you make space in your heart. For any sadness you need to honour. Perhaps take a walk each evening or stroll on the beach each morning. Allow yourself to grieve. You will learn in time to be with the void, addressing it with a bubble bath rather than a sandwich and with meditation rather than a chocolate. Your task is to inhabit the emptiness, breathe through it, learn its lessons and hear the message it conveys. There is no hole for you to try to fill with food or anything else. There is only the primal void within every human being. You did not become an overeater for no reason. If you choose to honestly confront the emotions involved in both causing and healing your compulsive patterns, you will experience a dark night of the soul. But a dark night of the soul is ultimately a good thing because it both precedes and prepares your spirit for rebirth. The darkness is simply the revisiting of old feelings, the absence of which true healing cannot occur. It is important to remember that this darkness is temporary and it leads ultimately to the light beyond it. This time must simply be endured, but it is also to be honored for the opportunity it gives you to burn through feelings that have come up at last and only now can truly leave. They are not being suppressed this time. They are being led to the door. They have been embedded in your flesh and will now be cast out of your personal universe. The tears you cry now will lead ultimately to rejoicing as a day will come when you feel the lightness, both physically and spiritually, and have a brand new day. Reflection and Prayer Just relax, close your eyes, and pray for comfort. Give to Divine Mind your despair, your sadness, your hopelessness, your regret, embarrassment, pain, grief, your fear, and your burdens. Do not rush through this darkness. Allow yourself to enter into it in order to move through it, and in time, to the light. Protect me as I walk through dark hallways of my mind. Release me from the bondage that would hold me back. I give to you my hopelessness. Please give to me some hope. Reveal to me the light of truth that my darkness shall disappear each day. Send love to my heart and heal my thoughts. Show me how to laugh again.